1: Do you consider yourself a goat or underdog? A goat or underdog? Yes. Oh, goat! Oh, oh you bet. better say oh, it. Mother- wow. yeah, oh, right Why?
2: He created a genre, bro, that is still everybody's still using. <laughs> yeah. using. <laughs> yeah. uh, using. <laughs> yeah. Georgia's own Atlanta talent. What we talking about?
3: The Atlanta Hawk. Atlanta, Atlanta Hawk. <laughs> <Hulk>. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. the Hawks was the whole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> My career is not an accident.
1: In us, depending on where you're from and what you've been through.
2: You're watching The God Show, hosted by Ray Daniels. I'm a facilitator of dreams. I am not here to take you to your
0: dreams. Too much money in a record deal can really enslave you. King Damon, formerly of the underdogs, there's only two of those.
1: This is Wendy Day from Rap Coalition.
2: 106 and Pop was created by me. I created the show for Bow Wow.
4: We're the guys that cut the checks and made checks for people.
2: Watching me right here on the God Show, on the God Show tonight.
4: God bless America.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, what's up? It's your girl Tamara, aka Girl from Harlem.
2: And what's up, everybody? This is Ray Daniels, aka The Culture Referee.
1: And this is The God Show.
2: Book, 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 bo. And today we have a legend. Uh, I don't know where to start. I'm gonna call him the Atlanta Hawk, though. <laughs> a legend created. How about this? You ever heard of Latin trap, trap soul, trap capital? I heard they working on a TV show yeah. called "Get Me the Trap Street." All that shit started by the man next to me.
4: Oh yeah, they need to come see me about
2: that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hold on now. DJ <laughs> Tump, everybody Woo! get up for DJ Tump. What up, yo What up?
1: Thank you, thank you, thank you! Hey, thank
2: you for having me. DJ Toomp is a a, a legend, uh, someone very important to my career. He doesn't even know it.
3: Hmm.
2: Back in the day, I had an artist named Noah, <laughs> and you Sorry. know, Toomp had the sound everybody wanted. So you. Couldn't get you know Tip had him on lock. Tip was like oh, yeah. you with me, so I was like Toomp. I got a, I was lying my ass. I got a deal on the table. It just need one <laughs> Toomp beat. He was like nah, I got you. I got you. And he did a record called Million Dollar Mission in the A. Okay. And even though that record never came out, that DJ Toomp co-signed in two thousand three. I mean five was enough to get him a deal. Mm-hmm. And you don't even know that shit. Didn't have a clue. So man, I just right. want to tell you thank you. So Tamir, right, let's, let's get to the show. We got the legend Toomp here. Let's go.
1: Okay, so Ray always speaks about the importance of kind of, if you create something, putting a name to it. I think that that's one of the big things. Like, when you guys made trap music, you actually identified it as trap oh, yeah. music. So tell us a little bit about that process. Did you know you were about to make something so legendary to hip-hop?
4: Honestly, I knew we were bringing something different. But um, what made us decide to call it trap is when, um, I would say when, what was it, when Dope Boys in the Trap took off. Hmm out of the whole I'm serious album that was the one that everybody was leaning to was Dope City. Boys in the Trap you know what I mean we ended up putting it back back out on mixtapes and whatnot and it was time to do the next album or what on Atlantic and we decided like shoot, you know what we've been doing I mean and we put some mixtapes in between the time as far as after Dope Boys in the Trap but a lot of those were trap songs you know speaking about hustling the streets and whatnot so we decided just call the new album trap music and basically we structured the album like on some NWA stuff you know like taking them you know, at the beginning, getting chased by the cops, running through, the, you know, hustling on the block or whatnot. So, yeah. So when we put that brand on it, trap music. I mean, we didn't know it was going to be a genre. We just that was just the title of the album,
2: actually. You know, if it wasn't, what would you do differently? What you know now? What you mean? Like that shit is. That shit is a verb. Like, yes. like, oh yeah, like yeah, yeah, literally yeah, yeah. when you're in the studio working with a pop artist, they'll be like, you know, I want pretty melodies, but I want trap drunk. Like it's a trap, verb, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. Start off as a noun. You're right. Yeah. It's an action B-trap, now. You know now what it actually, is. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I mean, that, that that's the beats, the 808s. Um, but but what's funny though is the it started off as the subject matter. You know, yes. speaking about hustling, you know, getting money out here in the streets, you know. Not even just drugs, just trapping out. You yeah. You know what I mean? So. That's when we basically, you know, just started basing everything around that because that was the lifestyle. You know, I had one foot in it. Tip had one foot in it. You know, that was what everybody was doing, like, in the early 2000s. You know what I mean? Folks in the music business was making music, but it might have had some other things going on. So we figured we were trapping we out. We were trapping. Yeah. And so everything was based around that. And I would say, actually, what, how many years it took when I started hearing other stuff that, ah,
2: they started really – I don't so, know. The, I, think, I, think, I think it was a multitude of things. I think Bryson Tiller calling his music Trap Soul. Mm-hmm. Right. I think uh, when the Latinos decided to call it Latin Trap rather mm-hmm. than just, um, uh, what, was, what was the genre of music that Daddy Yankee then was doing? Uh,
1: reggaeton. Reggaeton. Like reggaeton.
2: It was like the, the bur- like they didn't want to do reggaeton. They didn't want to do a traditional Latin music, right. so Latin Trap. Okay. Trap to me became, Trap to me became AKA Black. Mm. AKA El Negro.
3: Negro.
2: (laughs) I don't want to say the N word because it became that to me. It became the sound. Negroes. I want that Negro. (laughs) When you say you want that Negro sound, I want want trap. Trap. Give me that. It was a nice way of saying it, right? Right.
3: Mm.
1: right. So both of you guys are Atlanta natives, right? So tell me a little bit about the music industry and Atlanta energy. How did trap music change the industry? Can can I jump in? Because
2: we Atlanta, so I. (laughs) <laughs> I want to ask Did y'all question. go to the same high school? No, we didn't. I went to Thera Okay. Oh, I went, I, if he went, went to Atlanta, I went to I, I, I went to Banica, I, I want want to so had you know. a heart attack. No, but listen, yeah. my, DM Theroux had no, a I, I want to yeah. ask because I understand what you're asking, but I want to be a little bit more direct. Okay. Okay, so I come to Atlanta 1991. did you
1: come from, Atlanta? from?
2: I come to Atlanta from the Bronx. Bronx! 1991. Okay. And I come to Atlanta, and the star of Atlanta is Kilo. Oh, yeah. So, when did Atlanta go from Kilo, how did we get from Kilo, Raheem the Dreams, Hitman Sammy Sam, to trap music, which I will say is probably still on its run 20 years later? Well you talking about as far as me? Or sound. Just, uh, but you, sound? Are, you are you you are are part of the sound, though.
4: Yeah, see, what's funny, when you think of Atlanta hip-hop, um, and I think I heard Jermaine was saying, like, I was, you know, he was producing for a yeah. while, but I was the first one really doing hip-hop. Yeah. We were kind of... When I was producing Raheem stuff, we were kind of like you know aiming at the kind of New York vibe, you know what yeah. I mean? He was kind of like some <coughs> LL type shit back then, using big words <laughs> and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, of course. New York. She, anytime yeah, you yeah, say New get, York, yeah, yeah, you gonna jump problem. in. Mm. So, so we've kind of reaching into that from Raheem the Dream. You know what? Raheem the Dream. I don't know. That was just a a regular eight time record. But then we did Eliminator. He was definitely in his LL bag, yeah. you know, using a few big words yeah, and whatnot. Yeah. Um, but then I would say, like you say, Kilo came. But that's when it was more like up-tempo. Yeah. But a lot of that came from, from when uh, me and my man Mike Fresh went down to Miami. Yes. See, we produced Shadi album, yes. you know, the Come and Correct album. You know, come on, shake, shake it. So, whole legend in here, let's go. Yeah, <laughs> whole legend yeah. in here, so let's time go. I graduated from high school, 87, I went to Miami. So we basically went down there kicking it with Clay D, Magic Mike, uh, Eric Griffin, you know, um, a lot of the producers down there because that whole bass thing, the up-tempo yeah. bass music. So we brought that back up here. You know, with this whole side. So thing. You, so you
2: bought the kilo sound basically to Atlanta. Whole, I, that's what tall. I wanted to get at. Yeah, we
4: were responsible for that whole. You shaped Atlanta thing. sound shaped. twice. Yeah, twice,
2: two times. Two times. Yes. You do it once. Look, come it. on now. I never twice. Look like come on now. Two times. Come on, you shaped Atlanta two sound times. two times. You shaped it in the nineties, and then you and then you let the crunk yes. and all that other shit Spent live the in the eighties. Did it again. I mean, the two thousands, um, but you know, you can't. Yeah, Let's go.
4: you know what? I just thought now that you mentioned that, yeah, that's real. So, the, um, the whole booty shake movement, that came from, you know, we was linking two SB-12 hundreds together back then or whatnot. And, um the, uh, you know, tempo was like no less than like 132. Mm-hmm. And um and so, what happened, the whole guys, you know, the guys' dance groups, um, APR, 911, you know, a lot Devine of these Stevens, dance What, what? Yeah, the was yeah. in 911? Uh, they were called, I can't think of the name of the group that he was in, but geeking The yes. whole Yeek movement played a part, so it was a lot of... Miami bass records are just up-tempo music. Yeah. So that's when we start having the booty shake. Not my, you know, Atlanta started being known for the yeah. booty shake music. But a lot of that came from the Miami bass and we brought that up
2: here. Yeah, I, I'm going to tell you something. I have a... So I, I like to talk about important songs from the city. Yeah. I think it's two songs that are very... No, no, no. Come, Because I grew up as a teenager in this shit so I know it's two songs that are you very... A good time. It's two songs yeah. that are very important to Atlanta history and I'm going to tell you what they are. The first one is is Can't Knock No Player. Oh yeah 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 and the reason why was because when Kilo was rapping yeah when Kilo was rapping he was rapping like you busta you gonna love me I show me he was kind of it was like Kilo was really the first melodic guy around here for real yeah Mm. put melodies into but he was but he was he wasn't saying shit like if you like Kilo you just like Kilo. but he wasn't saying shit (laughs) <laughs> on his big records hard like baby baby and all right. those records it wasn't hard but it was when they came with that rolling up in the thing on triple go date that was oh, the yeah, first time yeah. street nigga came to booty shake music yeah. where that it was, was like of... uh the organization organization yeah they yep. were they were important that Shout one and then the second one is is little john east Side boys get crunk who you with
4: oh yeah see i was on that album too that's when we did uh Charlie bit. Yeah, thing. exactly, exactly. Yeah. Jazzy,
2: Fe- I didn't know Jazzy Fake song on that hook by the oh, way. Oh yeah, yeah, that was Jazzy on the hook for sure. Yeah, a lot of folks who they see the video. Did, he posted like, oh, it the other shit. day. I was like, nah, I ain't know the fuck. Yeah, supposed to be putting two or two together. What? Yeah, but those two songs to me, cause 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 I cause can't Knock no player, uh, brought in the street rap. Okay. Even though it was booty shake, they was talking about street oh, shit yeah, like hustling street and street yeah. making money. They was some play. Yeah, they was some real niggas from Adamsville, right? Exactly. And then get um get crunk who you with yeah, brought in. The turned up sound. Mm-hmm. But I want to ask you, can you give me some songs and why that was important to Atlanta history? How we got here?
4: Um definitely. I would say that that the, the crunk movement played a part with uh who you with. Um man, the whole the Lil Wars John movement, man. You remember when when we took over the Source? Uh what was that? No, was it Source Awards? In Miami. <clears throat> when it was Bone Crusher. Yeah. Yin yeah, Yang, yeah. Lil John. Yeah. Um. Um. That's when they did. Yeah. Never um, scared. Yeah. Come on, man. Like. But the crunk movement played a part. You know what I mean. So and, and the trap also. But the crunk movement it just it just gave it a little something else. You know. When me and Lil Jon, we basically had it on lock around that time. So what's you your? Know? So you did crunk. Re- I- I mean, I was on the Get Crunk album. Yes. But mine was still more trap and Lil yes. Jon was crunk. Yeah, because well, we were was... kind of in the same thing because people was rapping trap shit over Lil Jon beats too. You know what I mean? Wait, can we
1: go
2: back a little bit? I'm sorry. I'm, I'm like, like, you know I'm a fan of this nigga. So yeah. I'm like, I got to say something. I'm, <laughs> well, y'all I'm a go fan in, y'all going no, this way. Wanna I want to go, go, go back, back to a little on. bit. I got to say, bro, you don't understand, bro. Like, you literally brought real nigga music oh, yeah. to music. Because even who, who You With, that shit wasn't like...
1: When you say real nigga music, what you mean? Like,
2: if you know Atlanta history, like Kilo Raheem, and them, they weren't considered hard. Hitman mm-hmm. Seven Sam was considered hard. Yeah, yeah, Seven Sam, Sam, right? But you ain't yeah. really <laughs> fuck Shout with them. But then, Sammy but then, Atlanta was known for like yeeting and all the other shit. Mm-hmm. And then here come Atlanta niggas was dancing like yeah. hard as a motherfucker. Oh, like yeah. the coolest Atlanta niggas in the city was the niggas that could dance. Right. And then here come. Dance crunk got all music. the women. So yeah. crunk music became like. Now niggas in the club, like you gotta understand some that ushered be ah, be Now niggas yeah. is hard now. Now <laughs> niggas, but niggas ain't really niggas. It wasn't branded anything. It was like just like kind of like I Atlanta thing, and then yeah. you know, at, um, um, New York. I mean, Oakland had hyphy, and then mm-hmm. Memphis had a uh, um, fucking uh. Yeah, I'm about to say uh, they was they they, they considered as crunk. About yeah, about but, to but say, I, I was, was it called crunk.
4: Some of it, it I think called. they they was calling it crunk, you know, who the crunk is, whatever. So DJ and them, so yeah. a lot. Of, some of that was it. I w- I would definitely say it was a Memphis yeah. influence, you know, as far like as what mother, we did. Like but I was more trapped out. Because when they, you know, when you think of Crunk, that's like, you know, you know, 36 Mafia, they yeah, was on like, drugs. They, they, you know they, and they weren't rapping though. They, 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 they weren't saying like, like, bitch, not. get <laughs> fucked. Get <laughs> fucked. Bitch. Like, they were doing that. And, and so, and so, then,
2: so and, when people say Crunk, you know, you
4: high. Yeah. Know, like they just you rap about just getting high. You just time, drunk so they and just turked up
2: and gangster so walking. You ain't really saying nothing. But then here he come with, fucking, I'm 22, still a vet in the game. Like, that was the first time niggas heard, like, dope boys in the trap, nigga. Like, niggas, niggas they they have a flashback. A lot niggas then become street niggas. Into, yeah. Yeah. We didn't even talk about street made, niggas in made, Atlanta made, until that record listen, came out.
4: When Tip came, man, when we started really getting that trap movement, man, people started changing their whole
2: wardrobe,
4: Life.
1: lifestyle. Definitely.
4: Yeah. And then you had, you know, around that time, you, you know, still ahead, caught like the definitely. end of that BMF yeah. set, so everybody wanted to, you know, stand on couches. You know, be seen with their jewelry or whatnot. So a lot of that played a part. The whole trap thing. You know? Yes, yeah,
1: so I just want to go back a little bit. You talked talk. about it's like high good. school, we didn't mean to be but too I w-
4: fast. On you. Yeah,
1: because <laughs> y'all already are very well acquainted <laughs> with each other. Me as <laughs> the newbie, I got to get to know you a little all bit. Right. So you said, so who was the first person to give you like a big break? When did you know, okay, I might really be going somewhere with this?
4: Big break. I would say, um, I mean, like I say, I produced Raheem when I first got into it. That was '85. So we talking about almost four decades of me being in this joint, um. But Shadi.
1: I like how you slid that in. Like, yeah. you know, I got 40 years in this way. Yeah. You
4: know, you know that's what what I mean? a big deal. So, yeah, MC Shadi, that was the first guy. You know, he from the Bronx, yeah. once again. <laughs> I'll,
1: I'll take, you know it's uh, so, bad when I'm taking Bronx. Yeah, so right.
4: I, I won a DJ battle or whatnot. And then he heard about me DJing a lot of college functions and whatnot. Because mm-hmm. I think he was looking for another DJ. So he caught me at the Civic Center. and was like, yo, you know, I go on a tour. You know, come out here with me. I got some shows. See, I'm used to going, you know, out of town and coming back the same night mm-hmm. or maybe the next day. But he thought I was, since I was DJing college events, he thought I was out of school. So I had to wait till I graduated and go on <laughs> he tour. Like, hold on right? now. <laughs> so, yeah, he showed me this big, long schedule. And next thing you know, that was my first break, really, um, getting out doing shows with folks like NWA and all. Everybody who was out in 88, you could think of we had shows with him, yeah. tour with them. How so,
1: important are DJs to artists' live performances and just their God. overall career? Well, you know, think...
4: Sometimes they try to make it like it's not important, but it's still important, man, to have a good DJ, especially if you got a good one who really understand how to rock the crowd, to um, organize the playlist. Put the whole show together. When I was DJ for Goody Mob, I put the whole show together. To where, oh, wow. We should go in this song. We should go to cell therapy right here. You know, so that's that's the part I you know play with them.
1: Yes, a real DJ cool. play that part. You yeah, because I done been but to concerts you got- where you see the DJ drop the ball, don't drop the song at the right time. Yeah, it's off yeah. sync nah, and stuff he, like but that. But he
2: curating this shit. He's yeah. organizing this. It. See, I was different. actually a battle DJ, so I got yeah. routines. Ooh, I used to win. Yeah, I They don't
1: do that, that anymore. So,
2: yeah, I fucked around for real. Yeah. Yeah, so that's what I did.
4: Straight. But you know, you got guys now. They just hit this thing called the instant replay. Look like one of these machines in here. They just hit a button. And Absolutely, the song is there, which is simple. But
1: oh, you was a crate DJ. Man, you was out here. I was
4: actually, yeah. I'm on the turntables for real. You know, with a mic, you know, filling in the gaps or whatnot. So, all
1: right. So then, how did you start transitioning more from just kind of playing the music to making the music, creating
4: it? Shoot, really? After um, I've been loving music since I was a kid. You know, I dropped a needle since I was what, since the 70s. Never never looked at it as from the DJ perspective or the production, but I was always reading album covers. Mm-hmm. But I was always, and at the same time, I think my ears may be cut a little different because I used to hear music a totally different way than everybody in my classroom. You know, call, Wait, no,
1: explain that to me. So what do you okay, think you hear when you... It's like at the
4: end of uh, PYT. Mm-hmm. That, I used to always say, oh, man, it sounds like some chipmunks. They were like, we don't hear that. You hear that little shit at the end yeah. of the PYT like yeah. you don't hear the chipmunks yeah. and now I, I end up sampling that on Good Life you know uh-huh. what I mean you know me and Kanye so, so it's almost like I, I just heard I used to always hear certain parts first time I heard Planet Rock and it did something I was like oh man I wonder if I could make that different so I started mm. playing around on the pause button you know learning the count of a BPM of a song and spinning the record back and starting it over doing like a like some people in a, a studio would call it splicing but I was doing it with a cassette deck Mm. So that's when I knew that I knew it, like, understanding the count of music. I used to dance a little bit, too, me and Sleepy Brown, and we used to pop rock in middle school. So I understood, the count, I understood the count of music. So once I really got in front of a drum machine, the first one I got on was a DMX and a, a drumulator. That's when I produced in the Dream. Cause I used to beat on the desk at school a lot. So the rhythm yeah. was there, period. Mm-hmm. So, Born yeah. with that. 85, uh, 86, yeah, that's when I realized I had some production skills.
1: Okay, so, Ray, like, and you being, I guess I'll let you be Atlanta's. I don't, I don't want to call you Atlanta native or nothing, but, I've like, been since I was home, i been like, was a kid. I uh, love it here. ATL-ian, I guess I'll let you For be. For sure. Um, what's the... When you think of him, what's the first song or, like, first memory that comes to your head?
2: Okay, so, when I think of Tune, I think about Tip. I think about Tip, but I think about 20-folds. Mm. Because, those Boys in the Trap was... On the Arista album, mm-hmm. and that was basically being pushed on some street shit by them. Yeah, right. So then they signed. The face. Yeah. yeah, so that so he left Arista. Everybody knew he left Arista because Tip. If you listen to his first album, he tells you who he is. This little, little arrogant nigga from Bankhead. Yeah. I'm <laughs> gonna get into this shit, you know. He so Tip had Tip was like the first Atlanta nigga that could rap. Yes. Like he had the line, um, if to play me, hey, he gonna need a track from Jesus featuring God oh, and Jay Z. That was like a. All my player partners pulled me to. Everybody the side was like, 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 "Yo, little
3: nigga, crazy. And that little nigga I was like, like, like you gotta remember, shit. everybody
2: else was like <laughs> rapping about hard shit, and he said that, and it was like, yo, this, but then it was yeah. like on a Neptune's record. That yeah. Atlanta ain't a Neptune sound. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So it didn't work. Yeah, Shout KP out to KP. Shout out to KP because yes, you know he got to play the New York game. So it was like every Atlanta nigga had to play the New York game. Right. Tip yeah, was did. the first Atlanta nigga that played the Atlanta game. Mm. He did. Like, cause one of the sm- sm- one of the sneakiest things y'all did that if you gotta be from Atlanta to know, 100%. is that when J D and Luda dropped Welcome to Atlanta, niggas in Atlanta <laughs> really You know that's why you laughing, you know where I'm going, right? Niggas in Atlanta really didn't like we fucked with it, but it, we knew it wasn't us. I didn't us. like it. That was for y'all. Yeah, yeah.
3: we loved it. That was a, that was a song. <laughs> we was that, jamming. No, no, that
2: was a song letting out of towners know where you from. Yeah, and then they drop when you win the A, and uh, that shit had the radio in the city. In the fuck. When you, and, then, and then Tip actually said at the end of the song. <laughs> he said the end of the verse because he was like, cause yeah, 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 this the Atlanta nah, song. Yeah, he said, what's all that yo, 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 yeah, yo? This is Atlanta song. And
4: then, so like, he, uh, so it was like yeah, Tip, he kind of he shout out to uh, Jay Z a little. I, I
2: mean JD a little bit. though I'm being real with y'all. We don't give Tip. In which y'all did enough credit? Because at, everything feel Atlanta, I gotta get, we gotta have that, yeah. Everything Atlanta, and then I know Tip was inspired by Memphis. I know that, of course, because Memphis was raking real street records. Well, so I, I, we say Memphis and uh, some UGK Texas, also, Texas, definitely yeah. Texas. Yeah. But what I'm saying is that record right there. But when to answer your question, when I think about Toomp, I think about 20 folds because mm. Tip was off Arista. Right, he already showed he had value with the other shit. Atlantic came in. And then it was like, what you going to do next? Oh, yeah, we showed up. And then he came with the most Atlanta, money Like, it was like, Frozen. and oh, after man. that, shit, it's like, they
4: say, it's history. Man, I still, every time I pass down Ford Industrial, MLK, where yeah. that hotel, yeah. man, it took me all the way back <laughs> to that moment, because yeah. that was one of the dopest, you know. Cause when we did that, you know, it was a new deal, yeah. like a whole new thing, and everybody man. was
2: watching to see what this nigga was going to do. Everybody, because this nigga was arrogant as yeah. fuck. And you know, uh, the niggas <laughs> that was hating was hatin', the niggas from the city that was hating was like, but he got dropped. That's why he said, "Serious still goes." Oh, yeah, like yeah. he was really trying to show Atlanta. And then, I'm the and king then, of this then, motherfucker.
4: Then you got to think about it, uh, even on the um the first single, on uh the first on the album of Aristotle. Yeah, LA, LA gone. They say ain't got a deal no yeah, more. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. So he was basically throwing it out like, you know, hey, this is possible that I might not really be over here too yeah. long, you know, and that's what happens too, you know, you on some industry shit where the person who signed you, if they end up leaving the label, they just, you just yeah. sitting over there like, you know, chopped beef, you know what I mean?
2: Yeah, nah, that's nobody what... gonna push you. Ain't nobody gonna push that. You know? I'm gonna say 20-folds though. By the way, I got. By okay. the way, I got a two top five list that I made myself.
1: <clears throat> oh, we gonna bring it out early. Come on, ah, you bring, it, bring it out. Now? Bring it out. Come I'm bringing my two. Let the, t- let the my top
2: mm. five toot records. Five is say hello.
3: Mm. Oh, he like that. Say hello Jay-Z, <laughs> to American the GameStop bad guy. Okay. They say I'm a say Thank hello.
2: You. Okay, I'm gonna go. Next one is be easy. Twenty was the my shit, dad' favorite but record, be man. Be easy. Aww. That shit was just like, yeah. the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> it was like you ever seen the dope boy play and uh, play yeah. piano or some shit. Be easy. That's the
4: only thing I say that fuck be easy up is uh, that video. That whole backwards, thing. yeah, yeah. It was some fly shit just to see. Oh, he walked backwards, but. Honestly, if we would have had a better video to be easy, man, that song would have been a main single. Bro, so, so everybody was loving. So be easy, number,
2: number four, it. number three is good life.
4: Love it. Mm. Okay, okay, no, no, no. You said four. Hold on. So you no, said, no, 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 number, number, number five is
2: say hello. Four is be easy. Be three easy. is good oh, you're life. Calm down. Okay, good. So life. I'm going, I'm going top two. Kanye. Number two is tip what you know. What you know about that, yes, boy? Sir. Nigga, yeah. you know how nigga just want to hit your ass in the back? <laughs> nigga, you know, you did that shit nigga. Like, what you know, and number one, I don't give a fuck. what nobody say. Big Brother. Big Brother? Um, oh, Kanye? Oh, my yeah, God. Thank you, man. My
1: big Brother. That's a Duh. that's a legendary. Yeah. What? I it's remember he performed that shit that on One of the Park. Let ah!
2: yeah, me yeah, remember yeah. he performed that shit, and Jay came out. I'm telling you, bro. I'm a hip-hop of that,
4: history, that's, 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 that's history. And it's crazy. When he um we was in New York, that's when we finished the album. We started down here at Doppler. Finished up in New York. Yeah. And um, when he went in the booth, right, because you know, I had to do a whole remix to that original version, you know, Prince didn't want to clear it, yeah. so I had to replay some other shit. And man, when he got to the end, he was like, yeah, man, Toop killed, tomb this, killed shit. this shit. killed this shit. Put his headphones <laughs> down. And, and so me, I'm here the talk. When he came into the room, I said, hey, man, you gonna leave that shit in there? He said, hell yeah. I said, oh, boy.
3: Yeah, let's it's go, over man. From
4: it. It's let's over It's Let's go. It's over for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> what would you say your top five Toop records are? You gotta really name them. Um, um, Your personal five that you love. All oh, right. ooh, ooh, okay, ooh, okay. I, I gotta add one more. Here two, you go one, with honorary mission. I, sta- I No, not no. You I stalked me, you for this friend. record. This is a record that only real A town niggas know. Oh, here we go. You don't know this. I know. I don't. know. I stalked you for this record. Fucking. Big Country King, some platinum oh, chains, still country. Still, da, da, country. still what? Yeah, yeah. That yeah. shit sound like some shit straight out of Pimp C. That That's shit sound mad. like some UGK shit
4: right yeah, there. All day, bro. I love I this, had nigga. Had this nigga. This no, nigga, I'm a fan. Big, yeah, no, thank you, dog. That Big Country
2: record what?
3: was hard. That's still one of my favorites. I still,
2: I remember stalking you, like, bro, you did
4: that. He was like, you know about that? <laughs> yeah,
2: that shit hard. The sample that shine, yes yeah. sir. You get your time. Let me, me time. see.
4: Mine, uh, you don't know me. Definitely, hello to the bad guy. Uh, can't tell me nothing. Uh yeah, uh, well that's three. Um, what you know for sure? Um, and I say say hello. I wish Jay Z would have did a video to that. Show. Oh my god! In fact, I wish he performed that oh record, man. God. Every time he come to Atlanta, I'm like, <laughs> man, do you know how many of hustlers would love say hello to, to hear to that song, dude? You know that song. Straight up. This she from New York. I'm going to let one prove
2: it to me. Oh, yeah. She you from New York. No, don't start with she me. Yeah, New you got to go man. to the she, American gangster. album. I, I don't know that song. Embarrass you from me. New York. Go, man.
4: <clears throat> I done had people tell me that's one of their favorite Jay-Z records that's overall. Period.
2: period. Say hello to the What album was What album was it on? American Gangster. Oh, that's right. Yeah. They say I'm the bad
4: guy. And what's then funny, what that, the, what's on, funny about that American Gangster album, you know, that was around the time when he was telling the world he was going to retire exactly. and shit.
1: I was about to say, yeah. didn't didn't he, re, when he Jay-Z said he was, was going to retire, I took you know. that seriously. Like, yeah, I was heartbroken. Did. Me and the Black Album had a moment, mm-hmm. and then he came back, and I was like, see, you doing that Michael Jordan shit. Yeah, and I got a sneaky
4: phone call from my man, Big John. He said, hey, man. He said, man, I know you got bread, man. Going to pay your way, going to get your hotel up in New York, man. Go, get you on this uh, American Gay staff. Because, You know, most time the yeah. label mm-hmm. and pay for the flights and everything. So yeah, I flew up to New York and did my work. As a matter of fact, once again, JD, it was me, JD, No ID, L Rock, all of us was in there just chilling. Jay was Crazy. in there, Usher was up there. We just had wine and cheese all over the place and shit. <laughs> So yeah, but I played that joint though, man, and we were listening to it. So I went to mumbling and he was like, what you saying over there, homie? Uh, 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 uh. and so he's like ready to beat again well, I'll say about 10 minutes later man he went in the booth with no pen or pad one take hold bro I watched oh, that shit, shit happen It's a player they bad want guy. to God. They
2: say I'm the a only bad person I've
4: seen do that is <laughs> Clifford Harris tip for real yes sir
2: oh wow that's the only person I've seen to go in that booth with no pen or paper bro I just want to say I love being from Atlanta I love Atlanta bro. yeah
1: yeah so much culture here but um, we spoke a little bit about loyalty <laughs> and stuff like that so <laughs> when all right so as a dj right so ray says how ti had you kind of in a, a lock like people were like that's ti's dj yeah, like we not mess with. It. How do you kind of balance working stepping outside of those relationships and not like being looked at as disloyal or kind of like mm. how do you balance that type of relationship and make sure you still bring well, yourself?
4: And that's a good question right because sometimes um most producers we have our playlists. You know, if I you know we might have your you have different folders. You have, okay, this one what I'm gonna play for the big time artists, mm-hmm. and this one I'm gonna play for these type of artists, mm-hmm. this one I may play for R and B or whatever. So I used to have to just balance out, you know, who I'm gonna play, what tracks I'm gonna play for who. Mm. And there's been times where uh tip picked out something, was like, oh, man, I like that one. You know, I got that one put to the side, but somebody else ended up picking it, and yeah, I had to really balance that shit out because really <laughs> with um really with uh what you know. Eight ball MJ MJG had that track at first. Ooh. It was a, a song called "Alcohol, Pussy, and Weed."
1: Oh, they didn't wrote the song and everything.
4: <clears throat> oh yeah, it was a good record, but I figured it couldn't go but so far with that title. Mm. Yeah, oh. alcohol, pussy, and weed. Yeah, and I was like, it. okay, what would the clean version sound like? And they really was like, oh, <laughs> they don't even think about clean records. Yeah, yeah man. I'm like, nah, how are you gonna play I'm this? Trying on to the radio? Hit 106 I'm trying to one hundred six park. <laughs> I'm trying to get in rotation on every station. You know what I mean? And uh, then I'm oh, then Benzino. Oh, and, wow. And uh, Baby had did a song to it. I can't remember the title of it. And uh, it wasn't too good. Did you have to miss. get
2: them new beats? you had to make new beats for them? I
4: ended up, they ended up just, they, they got upset with me. Benzino yeah. got on with case a little bit. Me and him <laughs> cool now. People <laughs> like, man, I didn't put you in the source. I was like, you didn't put me in the source. Y'all <laughs> interviewed me, man. You didn't put me in the source, dude. Y'all were coming to fuck with me anyway. <laughs> exactly. You know? I'm too. nigga. Yeah, yeah. Come on. And um, they ended up not doing it, but uh, with eight balling them, yeah. They took it a certain way, but then when they heard it, it was like, hey, hey man, that's your jam. man. Hey, and I'm going to tell you, Khaled called me from Miami. Oh. I, don't, I, I, I can't remember where he was DJing. And he said, to him, I don't even know how he got my number, dude. And he hit me. He was like, yo, man, hey, hold on for a minute. He put the phone down. He said, yo, watch what happened when I cue this shit in. He said, hey, y'all, new T.I. again. So he basically played it like yeah. three times. Like, he said, every time he ran it, man, the crowd just go crazy. And I heard that shit on the phone. He said, boy, y'all got one. Nigga came. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you what's funny about that record too so that, that's one of those songs I definitely yeah. am glad I gave it a tip right. honestly, for real because that song opened up so many other doors Yeah. so yeah so, so sometimes um you got artists who can you know get a little stingy with their producers and whatnot mm-hmm. but,
3: uh, I'm glad you get to, that one to him I had to move around though I
4: definitely <laughs> had to move around because I had so much to give to the industry for real You know, that was my goal to really produce as many artists as I could especially the ones I've been seeing on TV most of my career you know so, yeah, I definitely want to cover the world. With how this did you
1: shit. go from being a fan to producing the tracks?
4: Really uh, just loving music, you know, because that's a good th- the, the part about it. Once I really started playing around with editing and DJing, and I, I, I became interested because I started learning the breakdowns. You know, real DJs, mm-hmm. we, don't, we understand the intro. You know, you can't mix two records with vocals, the breakdowns. And, and so I started understanding how you structure a song. Mm-hmm. You know, the intro, you know, the hook and all that shit. And once I really got the studio played around, you know, like I said, it was the love for it. It wasn't trying to, I wasn't trying to make money.
0: I didn't mm-hmm. do it because
4: mm-hmm. I didn't have anything else going. It was just the fact it was a hobby. Mm-hmm. and So, yeah, I just fell in love with it. And
2: What's it your mindset when you go into like a room with someone like, all right, so like Tip, you met Tip when he was young, right? Yeah. So you kind of, you and it Jason was, and what, KP, 18. y'all kind of was like... Y'all was cultivating the sound together. What's your mindset when you go in a room with someone like a Ye or a Hove or one of those guys that you like, damn, like these dudes don't need to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, what's your mindset? Mm.
4: At first I was thinking that, but the fact that how uh, Ye was reaching, um, had reached out once, Matter of fact, when we was working on trap music, you know, Ye had like three songs on trap yeah. music. Did, I'm doing my job. I, I know yeah. you guys, I'm just doing we my job. we were at Patchwork, yeah. and Ye was like, hey, man, you know, he had told me two times. He like, man, I want you to come here and hear my album, dog, you know, working on... He said, man, I'm rapping too, man, I'm telling you. I said, yeah, I saw you on MTV or whatnot. So just the fact that he wanted to hear what I thought, yeah. I was like, all right, you know, he, he ain't yeah. really just locked up into his shit. You know, he's yeah. really open for opinions and everything. So and that was all uh, the through the wire when he did all that stuff. So... With with cats like, Yay! What makes it easier with him is that he's a producer also. Yeah. So, so, my main thing when I got with him was like, let me just sit back and listen. You know? Yeah. I'ma t- you know you ask me some questions I'ma answer, but wow, I'm just soaking the energy up. And once I really sat with him, what uh like two days, oh I already knew what he wanted mm. I, just from the conversation we were having. Just different songs he was playing, just ideas. Even when we go through samples, he was like, "Yeah, I'm trying, I want to do something with this one day." I'm like, mm. "Oh, okay." Yeah, you know, played the Michael Jackson joint. We played around. He was on the MP two thousand back then, and I was like, "All right, you know what? We're gonna do that, but we're gonna time stretch it and get it in the right key as Pyt. That way we could build some beautiful music around it."
3: Yeah, boom. Yeah,
4: man, we had John Legend try to put a hook on it, um, a few other artists. Uh, then T Pain came in there and nailed it, dog. You know, so. Man, it's a bad motherfucker. John Legend <laughs> part on there. You mm-hmm. might hear it we go, oh <laughs> <laughs> that's the only part John Legend Okay, got on okay life. so I got
2: one question for you. Mm-hmm. How the hell did Jeezy vocals get on Can't Tell Me Nothing?
3: <laughs> uh, How the hell, hell did that happen? That is man. a good one.
2: All right, so boom. Jeezy definitely played a major
4: part in me and Kanye getting back together. Cause like I said, we met then, but then Big John, uh, I ran into Kanye um dealing with Big John in New York. But the official time of me and Kanye actually got in and worked uh was through Jeezy. The song I produced for him called I Got Money. Mm-hmm. Um hold on. Recession for Jeezy is one of my favorite songs too. Period. Recession. The intro Crazy. of the album. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, that's one of my Crazy. favorites. I really took time on that. Yeah. yeah. I put some time into that. But um so I got money. It was a it was originally, you know, uh, um produced by me. Uh, it was Jeezy's album featuring Tip. And Ye fell in love with the song and wanted to get on it. But he wanted to actually, once uh, Jesus sent him the files, Ye was like, hey man, I want to put some other shit to it. And so Jesus got in touch with me. I'm like, hey man, you know, Ye said he want to remix a record, man. I don't really know. I'm going to let y'all produce exactly. it because I don't really know that side exactly. of the game. So I'm going to connect y'all. Yeah, and That's when me and Ye started communicating. Next thing you know, we start emailing shit back and forth. And I sit to my drums Man, once we got together physically, man, we just went on and completed that shit. And but when we let uh, Jesus hear it, he wasn't really digging it. Oh, that was oh. like love it, was, that. it was foreign.
3: Love that. It was it was. Where odd. did that sound
4: come from? It was a young lady. Uh, oh, that so that had. wasn't a sample, No samples. Oh wow. Man, no samples. It can't tell me nothing. We own 50, We own all that. <laughs> oh
1: wow. That's
3: yeah. something I would have wow. definitely
4: yeah. thought with samples. Yeah, sample. we own all that. Ain't no samples. So. Yeah. I don't we really get money, baby. Yeah, it's just sitting there, a voice through an effect. You yeah. know, that's what gave it that, that yeah. effect. But Jeezy wasn't really digging that shit too tough. Because it was an odd sound. When I first heard it, I am like, damn, yeah, real left field with this shit. <laughs> but it was dope.
2: <clears throat> what was am saying was, was y'all ye's, mentality was, we're going to remix this and Jeezy jump on it? Oh, it was, uh, no, no. Officially, originally it was because,
4: yeah, you know what? It was because, but what Jeezy was like, hey, man, you know, you ain't, what you rapping about? Don't really have nothing to do with what me and Tip rapping about. Yeah. And that's why, and after, and that's when Ye was like, well, let's just make it another song. Yeah. And so, got you. but what he did was kept Jeezy's at-libs in there. On the song. And, you know, we just built the whole song around it. But it the, the blessing is Jeezy came back around and got on the uh, remix, Exactly. which is still one of his best verses, exactly. also. Exactly. So uh, it was dope, man. The way that shit came, it was just straight magic, bro. Magic, I swear. That's crazy. Yeah. And you and Yay yeah, Ye got, you
3: you no. you got
2: some chemistry together. Listen, man, I, man, love I would love to, to kid- see you and him do an album. I would love to album. kidnap
4: Yay right now. I would girl, love to see you month. and him do an album. Really, I'll give it two weeks with Yay, man. I'm telling what? you, I promise you it'll be another classic. I bet
2: my Porsche it'll be a classic. Bro. <laughs> I already Straight know. Up. I already Period. know.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. mm-hmm. I, already, I got some for him. I'm like, you
1: know. oh, wait, what you got? I got?
2: So, we have this new segment of the show. Oh, yay. No, no, no. We have a new segment of the show. Let me tell you. So, I have an issue with the term flowers.
4: Oh, yeah, I I you have an issue with the term
2: that. giving people their flowers because that's really when you're giving somebody something when they're dead. And plus, as a man and as women, we can't use the fucking flowers. <laughs> man, right? I don't walk around with no flowers. You know, like it's yeah. like give him his flowers. So we came up with something called credit check. Okay. Right? Credit where check. we want to give credit to people that played a role in your life and in your career because we could use credit. Mm-hmm, if mm-hmm. you give me credit, I could take that credit mm-hmm. They go get some something else with that. Damn right. And I got a problem with... I, the biggest part about our game I like, is, that I like
4: the concept. Thank yeah. you.
2: The biggest part about this game is, is that Tip gave you your credit. Mm-hmm. Tip stood with you the whole time. Oh, yeah. But a lot of these people, artists, are not giving motherfuckers credit. Mm-hmm. Because if you give me credit, I could take that and go leverage it and get something else. That's how we last in this game. Yes. So the first thing, the first part of the credit check is really you giving credit to people that you, like if you wanted to shout out, like here's the people I want to get some credit to. And then the second part is thanking the people that gave you credit. Because... Mm. who shouted you out who who okay. who, who played a role in toom being here so we call this credit check
4: okay who gave me my uh credit first one i would say is uh raheem the dream he dj to it money he's <laughs> earning back your records at the tables out turning you know what i mean Fire. to scratching his expand to a level that's grand Definitely that he was on his ll shit on the eliminator so raheem was first got to give him his credit yeah and i actually did uh um, the label um the artwork on the label you know i drew yeah. dj toomber right here oh, wow. with some hands coming out the turntables yeah you pull it up on youtube yeah that's, oh, wow. that's my artwork i used to be doing graffiti and shit too wow. so um uh credit who, who, who gave you credit so raheem gave you credit yep raheem uh who else gave me uh you somebody talking about as far as like a real shout out on the just like like period, like huh? kanye gave you credit yep he gave to me credit kill this shit all right my man Scotty ATL gave me a shout out mm-hmm. on uh, in the clouds. Shout out to Scotty ATL. Yeah, he Scotty. got the
2: grills now. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. he's doing good. I'm yeah, yeah, proud of yeah, yeah. Scotty. I'm proud
4: of yeah. him too. Um, who else? Um, nice. Glasses Malone. Nice. Out of L. A. Yeah, he gave yeah. you credit. Tom, yeah, Tom, we got Toomp in the kitchen. You know, with him and Acon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He shouted me out on that one. Nice. But for some reason, the uh, MTV and the BT they they used to take that out. I think they was just. They thought, might have thought my my uh, name was a drug reference or something. Because <laughs> every time he say I got Toomp in the kitchen, yeah. they thought he was talking about
2: oh, some yeah. drugs or something. So they kept beeping <laughs> yeah. it out. I'm like, man, what you all doing,
4: <laughs>
1: man? i name. Hell,
2: Hell yeah. yeah. That's why it's important
1: yeah. to have real black people. Come on, man.
4: World. You know, It's a nickname that'll never leave. You know, Toomp. Toomp. It was Toompie at first. Uh, let me see. Who else? Um, gave me my credits. Oh, not even just um, on a record. I would say, man, Tony Mercedes gave me my credit just by even showing me love and showing me the game and that's really where my first royalty check came from, Tony Fire. Mercedes by putting my name out, you know, out there and letting folks, you know, know that what I bring to the table. Shout out to Tony Mercedes. He yeah. DM'd
2: me after the J D show. But see here's oh, the man. thing though, that's funny. I'm glad you brought that up. See this is the whole point of this clip, is this this segment is that Tony Mercedes hit me in, you know, cause J D was saying what he was saying about Chris Cross being the first group to go Platinum and him being the first guy, that he was like, "Man, I had the first record that was on Hot ninety seven. That's a fact." But you know, people be in in the darkness, man. Like, so all that people want is just credit, man. Yeah, like, just because yeah. that shit make like, dog. I saw. I don't. I don't know about to put this on there, but I saw.
3: <laughs> we
2: saw somebody that JD shouted out. Mm-hmm. He he's taking that shout out from the God Show and running ads, saying yeah. saying come get come get consulted by me
0: dog I mean, that one
2: not, that's but you can't, can't get mad at that, that, that one shit, f- at one clip of jd saying clip, i'm gonna take the clip when he
4: said that i was <laughs> doing hip hop before him Boy, yeah. All that.
2: <laughs> exactly yeah i
4: got my i got a whole little yeah, yeah I'm, I'm but that's that. the
2: shit that yeah. makes us last in this game now it's cool to say yes, your sir. name it's cool to say your name so who who would you want to give credit to like like behind the scenes that you like yo shout out to this person this person man big john big, john, out, Platt, big john for sure um
4: uh man, recipes. Shakir Stewart. Oh yeah, Big Shake played a major part. Yeah. He was real like he was really going hard for some DJ Tune, dog. Yeah. Like he guy. was responsible for my song deal at Def Jam. I did two song deals. I he heard.
2: brought he brought L A. Eddie L, uh, hold on. And Your, all of them to the your song deal was legendary, by the way. Yes, sir, everybody no. was talking about your song deal. <laughs> I, I don't know to say how much it was, but it was a seven figure song deal. Yeah, everybody was yeah, like, no, they gave Toots seven figures for a song deal. That's when niggas was like, I got to get in room with L. A. Reed bro. Yeah, I got to yeah. get in room with him. But, but see, you can
4: get in room, but you got to deliver. You got to deliver. See, yo. You got to think. So when I go over there, I see it. I, Gave Mariah Carey one, yeah. Jay Z, and did Kanye, and I hit the Jeezy, yeah. and the Rick Ross. Yeah, you know what I mean. So yeah. I really went in there and sprayed the whole label down, man. You know what I mean. So that's the think about it. When you
2: get those type of deals, you got to deliver because you that deal was legendary. Yeah. Everybody was talking about yeah, your and song. I came deal. back and hit them again. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, didn't know them you, I didn't know you hit them twice. I just knew twice. about the first one. It was like you know the City Talk. You know everybody okay, talked yeah, Just yeah, 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 yeah. LA just took him game. Like it was like a fifty <laughs> song deal, one or something like that. Yeah, L.A. So, showed yeah, up. Yeah, LA came.
1: Did you so feel bad. pressure to have to live up to that? Because I know we kind of say if you have those big kind of deals over you, you kind of. Well, he was so, established
4: already. Yeah, but it he was, was right? cool. Yeah, it wasn't really too much pressure because I, you know, I had like folders, I had a gang of shit just waiting. It was just uh, about getting me in the room with the people. That's how it is, even to this day. You know, some people say, "Hey, send some music." I don't like sending music. Man, <laughs> come sit with the artists. You know, yeah. Right? Mm, get the vibe. though. yeah, and if they serious, I pay my flight out, fly, fly wherever, Miami, L.A. Let's go to work. York.
1: that's what I was gonna ask yeah. you so do you make music for artists or do you kind of make the music and then send it to artists you think it should go to
4: um what I do is just make music for myself really mm. first mm. and um and it's based around just how I feel it may be a certain influence um I may be in a 80s mood I could be in a 70s mood and sometimes I could be like um, in a classical mode you know even when you think about um. Shit, 24 you know i just found that out yeah yeah that
2: was a sample from something back in like the 30s or 40s it was like that. yeah
4: it was it was my just did something else at the end you just go then 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 but i went to you
2: know what i mean it was a clip where they was like who did it better then they showed drake and then they showed tip and then i was like What's the last one? Did yeah, they was reached like out to us to get that clear, yeah, too. For real? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that was fire. That yeah.
3: was
4: fire. So um, it's it's about how I feel, and then sometimes you know if if, if somebody mentioned uh, a, a specific artist or particular artist, I may go listen to some of their music, mm-hmm. and you know I just catch a feel, especially if it's somebody I'm not really really familiar with. But then sometimes too, you it's you can you can really fuck up by trying to predict what they may like, mm. based off what you heard on their last right. album, they might be on something totally different, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, on that season or that year. So yeah. a lot of times it's just, you know, I, I just be thankful that I got something in a playlist that can appease whatever flavor they asked for.
1: How do you stay relevant? You said you got 40-plus years in this game. How are you make? because music <laughs> is completely different now, even sounds, the well, systems, the everything. I'm
4: going to tell you what, what really, first thing, like I said earlier, is the love for it, mm. you know, like, if I didn't have a love for this, I would have quit first time I got fucked around. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I've seen a lot of people from Atlanta to Miami, L.A., people who really, you know, they might go through a bad experience with a label or whatever. Next thing you know, they'd rather go to the post office <laughs> or the airport and say, fuck it. You know, selling all their equipment.
1: <laughs> Opposite for <from But> right. <laughs> I
4: actually was in love with it already, and it was a hobby, so I didn't get in it to make money. Mm. And um, it's fun. Mm -hmm. So, and I always just keep my ears to the streets, you know, even at 53, I still like tune in on the other stations and see what's going on. I have a
1: question for you because I'm Mm -hmm. from New York. Do you think drill music is considered trap music? Nah, it's drill music. Right, we got our own music. Okay, I just wanted to ask that. Because we were having that conversation earlier and they were saying drill kind of falls under trap. But check and this I out. And I was like, no, but Check this out.
4: I heard that the drill music sound come from Chicago, overseas. From, oh, no, from, no, no, the from the London people. UK.
1: Yeah, the yeah. London boys. Yeah. 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 They they have really good. And then you gotta hear yeah. the way they rap. It's so cute. So
4: y'all gotta be careful trying to claim that I know, sound I know, and yeah. that don't but come from there. It's, now. it's a
1: big, it's a <laughs> big oh shit. beat. Oh it's UK, <laughs> Chicago, and us all kind of nah, having I mean,
3: this.
2: UK is called grime. Oh okay. it was called grind music and then Oh yeah, we remixed yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, y'all took it and made it your own. But it's UK mm-hmm. music. So I think Yorker. when Pop Smoke got on it, that's yeah. when they got a little popular. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, depends on but we're yeah. not worrying about drill music right now. Okay. We're worrying it's about all good. you. So I have a question just for artists out there. How many tracks should an artist have? Like I know cause we mentioned the um, having a clean version, um, like a radio version, your live performance version, how many tracks of a song should an artist have?
4: Of the of that song, yeah, one song. So she if I have really one
1: yeah, song, if you say, yeah, the,
4: regular, the regular edit, then you might want to have a short edit because if if the song is like four minutes, you might still want to have a three twenty five version,
1: mm. and that's or for just like a, live a straight three
4: minute version. But nowadays, shit, you might want a two forty five version. Yeah, people yeah. oh, not going go no away.
2: A minute
3: and
4: a half version. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so I've heard a lot of good little songs come and go. I'm
2: like, oh shit, one verse, that's it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I got a question too. If you are the one thing I know about you is that you're really smart. Number one, I can Thank ask you. why he's he's still here. He's one of the smartest, nicest guys in this Aww. shit. No, no, Thank no, you, I ain't man. saying that he know what no, I mean that. I like so ain't no if a, I have been in the music business 18 years, I ain't heard a nigga say a negative word about Tune. Yeah, that's good. I, you just don't hear that cause he always kind of uh, he always yeah. open his door you a young rapper like you gotta remember he would be like you got a young rapper you're bring him to me I wanna see mm-hmm. him cause if he good I'ma fuck with him mm-hmm. that's some niggas think they too big yeah. you step down so he never felt like that, so see, that. It, it was a
4: time when people start you know, you know you know how people some people can can take real criticism mm-hmm. you know and my whole thing is hey, if you call me and say hey man I wanna play you some music you know for my artist, let's say if it was Let's just give an example. If you have an artist and you want me to hear his music, yeah. Would you rather play that for while me and you in the room, or while he's in
2: the room? Uh, while he's in the room, okay. Me too. I definitely. So, I want because so, I, I
4: know, but I want
2: I need. But if you want I'm to get that, him to get
4: another voice, but guess what? Let's let's say you may understand if I tell you, ah, he's cool, but boy, he needs some work. Ah, yeah, I couldn't hear what he was saying. You gotta, yeah, you gotta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So sometimes that criticism. You'll get it. But your artist may walk out and say, man, too, hating on my shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: But it's my job to tell him, nigga, he didn't have to do that. Right. He right. didn't have to do that. Like, you he you got some of
4: these cats out here, oh, bro. Nah. I promise
2: you. Nah. He be like,
4: man, I don't think he fuck with me.
2: I fuck nah, with you, dude. I'm he, just trying to make you better, hey, nigga. He is a producer. Will you please he listen. He's not a fan. You didn't. We didn't want him to be a fan. <laughs> we didn't say, Toom, Would you download this? We said, Toomp, How could we make this better? Hey, there's a few that.
4: artists out of out of Atlanta who can rap their ass off, but I'm like, yo, as great as you can rap, man, you still got to create songs.
2: Man, I ain't gonna lie. You know, I want to see you getting with. I want to see you getting with JID. Oh, he's one of my favorites. I I'm a, you, you ever you ever work with him? Never. I'm going to hit Barry. Yeah, you should get, you should, I'm going to make that happen what for what you. Like, you should get in with J.I.D. Okay. J.I.D. cuz him and Barry? You, Barry, that's his manager. Barry. Yeah, Barry Hefner. Okay. That's I my thought cousin he was going to
4: say the other age I was like, "No, nah, I have <laughs> No, no, no. <laughs> <that's> <laughs> <what happened. laughs> no, no, no. Okay. Well, the the OG Barry. No, no, no. like, no, that <laughs> ain't going to happen. No, this this Barry, Barry my nigga, he's fantastic.
2: That's my cuz. He going to he'll do no, it for sure. I'm going to definitely set that up. Go ahead, Tamira. You want to get to that section? No, she must
1: I, I want to know why the other Barry wasn't going to do it, but <laughs> right, I'm just, gonna mind my business.
4: This yeah, <laughs> yeah, another vibe, y'all, rather than, yeah. mm-hmm. Okay. Shout out anyway. to him. Hopefully, he's, uh, everything's well on this. Shout out to everybody. Right? <laughs>
1: yeah. Um. So, speaking of, how do you feel about the current state of hip hop right now, especially in Atlanta?
4: Hmm. The current state of hip hop. funny with that question I almost got to the point where I really almost didn't call Atlanta music hip hop almost at one point it, it was like it turned into something else mm. and that's why I didn't really I wasn't offended when people you know who were a f- part of our era say oh that ain't hip hop
2: yeah
4: and even people down here started saying this ain't hip hop uh, even Pimp C were like oh this country rap songs you know what I mean mm. so but getting back to that uh, just uh, the whole thing itself I would say uh it's all right. I'm not going to say it's beautiful. I like I'm not right. going to say the sun is just shining. I'm not going to say it's just a beautiful situation. Because I was, in 2014, I was at a conference and I sat on the panel and the room got quiet when I said this shit. I said, hey, man, I don't know what y'all thinking, man, but, man, we got to keep this gang shit and all this street shit out of our industry and out of this music, bro. I say, you're you getting people who don't really love this shit. People are, you got a whole generation of people, artists and CEOs who really get into this shit, some, some to clean up money, some strictly, you know, to just do whatever. Yeah. But then you got cats who doing it just because they done dropped out and they can't figure out nothing else to do mm-hmm. to where it's not that much talent or development. Mm. So that's what happens. A lot of that play a part in, you know, in the situations that done happened recently. You know, a lot of these cats, you know, we come from the, the face where you develop artists. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The face was like the Rolls Royce of labels. Mm. Um, very prestigious you can go right to buckhead go up there and come out with a check tony braxton long list of other artists (laughs) like that was everybody wanted to be on the face you had def jam and all these other artists but in the face i mean even their business cards man white with the gold printing on it the raised letters it was just an epic situation you know what i mean so and that was And what even added more to that is you got L.A. and Babyface, two well-known producers slash songwriters, not just running the label, the owners of the label. So how could you not have a hit record with these guys overseeing this shit? You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? So it's like, that's why when it came to the the rap, they were like, hell yeah, Goody Mob, great group. One of the best groups out out of the South. Then Outkast. The best group out the of South. The best group of Beat. all time. Of all time. Period. And and, and, and so and LaFace was that epic label to where they really took time and developed their artists. They made sure they was groomed. They was good on interviews. They moved around like gentlemen. That way you ain't really hear none of them getting into no shit back then because they really took time with their artists and and how and who they pick and choose. But now where we are, and I said this first, I, I, I said this first. The industry and radio got people look got it got the youngest feeling like they got to either have a body, or either got shot a few times, or just have some type of criminal record to get signed, or either to get played on the radio. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Shit. Like if you're not talking about selling dope, popping pit, pe- or uh, uh, taking Making dope,
3: drugs.
4: yeah, selling drugs or taking drugs or putting something in a woman's mouth, or just uh, talking about killing somebody.
2: You're not gonna get no airplay, or you're not gonna get signed. Right, I'm gonna tell you something. I have a theory. I wanna see how you feel about this. I say the new rappers today mm-hmm. are the children. They are the crack babies. Crack right, babies, mm-hmm. babies. They the crack babies because back in the early 2000s they was rapping about selling drugs, and now in 2023 they rapping about using them. <laughs> but they rapping about using them because their moms was the ones that was getting the drugs sold to. Back in fucking two thousand, yeah. early two thousands. Yeah, you got a lot of that. Yeah. So they like you know it's a whole nother level.
4: So so where we are now, like I say, I I would love to see it you know clean up a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, it,
1: it, it's. So what's the game missing? The what are we job? missing? What's we missing? What's the key component? I'm at him,
2: artist now, development. I'm about to say. I was about to say. Oh, gee, See, I think the big mm. problem is is mm-hmm. that they only respect who got money.
3: Mm. They don't that care where it deal. came from.
2: Right. So like, just because you got more money than somebody don't mean they got more life than you. Right. 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 And they can show you right for wrong. So I think you thought about, I think you thought about who you were signed to when you were signed to LaFace. Right. You were signed to a nigga that living Alpharetta, you know, wife mm-hmm. made us a star big star. <laughs> so you kind of think to yourself like, man, I ain't about, I ain't about to fuck this you shit up, man. Hey, hey, keep that shit away from here. Yeah. But now it's about who got the most money and it don't matter. Yeah. So now you just showing up like, but y- so now the richest motherfucker, he might not even be the best leader. That's real. He might not be the best boss. He might not be able to, he might not pay his people. He might not give a fuck about the well-being of people. And because he got the most money, he's the leader. And that's when you see shit going down the trash. Because yeah. I got street dudes that were signed to me. And I'm telling you, right, hey, I don't give a fuck what you do. If you do anything that I think I'll come back to this bitch, I'm going home tonight, too. Hey, man, that's what we are to I'm gonna, gonna see do. my kids tonight. If you do anything that's gonna fuck up what I'm doing up here, Listen, man, don't come up here and tell people you're with me.
4: I come from the era to where the CEO of a label didn't have no problem going on tour with the artists. Because it wasn't no beef, it wasn't yeah. no drive-bys. You'll go on the tour bus, you'll see Luke. You know what I mean? You'll see, you got them uh, baby out there with the rest of the cash exactly. money.
2: Mm-hmm. Period.
4: You'll see Tony Mercedes out there with his group. We, we'll, you know, we we'll be on the tour bus. You know, we might take a flight out. You know, do some meetings and look at the schedule. We'll be like, oh, they're gonna be in New York. Okay, I see y'all in New York. But nowadays, if I was, I wouldn't want to tour with no artists, man. You know? Hell no. Nah. I'm funny. I was, some people are like, man, you ever thought about DJing? I'm like, if I DJ, it's going to be for an artist that's around my age. <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> Big Daddy Kane or some <laughs> shit. <laughs> but I don't want to tune with no little young dudes, man. Hell no. Unless somebody like a J.I.D., somebody yeah. who just real neutral, clean, and got
2: their head on right. You know what I mean? But so. J.I.D. and them are in business with a dude like Barry, who is a street dude that's like, I ain't playing that shit with y'all. That's good, man. And that's what you need. You need real OGs that call you out on your bullshit. Yeah, that I is what hip hop is missing. Man, make that happen. Tell I got you for sure.
1: Yeah. You Yeah. Um, so you kinda mentioned it a little bit. You spoke about um your first check. So your first big check. How did you you said who gave it to you, but how'd you spend it? Like what would you have done differently with your money with hmm. in your career overall? Well <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you done blew the bag.
4: <laughs> no. Um I, I had a I had a cool safe, you know what I mean? I still remember the <laughs> combination of everything. On now. So yeah, but where'd you was, get that from? Some,
1: how did you come in find Oh man, literally? just getting it, you know. <laughs> he said, like, "I ain't losing this." You know how Ray said, "I got my first check, I got
4: scared. <laughs> I ain't
2: going back. So
4: yeah, so the first thing, you know, it, it, yeah, I was, I, I was, I played around a little bit, you know, being in Miami and back and forth. I just met a lot of good people who just understood how to get other money, you know. So it was just filling in the gaps. But then, right around the time when that Doctor Doolittle check came, I think it was from the Doctor Doolittle sound check soundtrack. Mm-hmm. soundtrack What's crazy, it's from a song that was never been heard. It was way at the end of the album called Push Him Up. Me and this group called Eddie Kane and Deville. If you make a pull the video up on YouTube, we was like on some puffy bad boy shit with oh. these bright colors and close on the camera type shit. So that song, gotta keep in mind that album that made have sold like four million, maybe five. I think it was the Leo record that really led it. So that brought a nice check. Um, so once I saw a check that was more than what I had in my safe, that's when I took my feet out that other side. Yeah. So, but that check sat for a minute though. I still was like looking at it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We talking about from 85 to 1997. I didn't see a, a royalty check till 97. Wow. Yeah. So I really went to college like twice. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Maybe three times before I saw a check. So, um... Shoot, I was already flipping cars. I went to flipping, like, Acuras and Hondas, and I got that check. I started flipping Mercedes and Porsches and shit like that at that point. Oh. I'd go to the auction and buy and sell cars.
1: So you use music money to still make some money. Yeah,
4: make more money, yeah. I started buying more equipment, you know. So, yeah, I started flipping cars and whatnot. You know, I wouldn't really, um, it was some cool money. It wasn't enough to open no store or no shit like that, but it was enough to go to the auction and make a extra maybe $10,000 w- a month or whatnot. You know what I mean? Just flipping cars.
3: Cool. Little extra thing.
2: I was already doing that, so I just took that money and went crazy. If you're talking to an 18-year-old Toomp, if Toomp is 18 with your mentality and you're a producer trying to come up in this this market today, what do you do? Like, what's your mindset going into that as a producer, 18 year old, What would you do?
3: Ooh.
4: I would focus... Um, on placing my music on film and TV as well as of artists, mm. that's really my main goal now. You know, like I say, I'm real selective about what artists I even want to sit in the studio with. I ain't mm. trying to sound fucked up, but you know, man, if <laughs> be have guns everywhere, man, got these. This dude over here rolling blunt, he got so eight bodies. This dude over here got <laughs> bodies and another gun over there. Here comes somebody else pulling out yeah. something. They just sitting there like, I don't want the atmosphere. Yeah. But I, so if I, at that, I, I would really be focused more on. Um, yeah, just just scoring and you know soundtracks and whatnot. You know, and real particular about it. And um, back then, like I say, I didn't see a royalty check till '97. I definitely would educate myself
2: you
3: know, sure. a
4: lot more. You know, I ended up reading the Donald Passman and the uh, Kasif book. And that's when I understood the whole sync fee. Got gotcha. you. Know? So yeah, I definitely. Um,
3: hmm.
1: Yeah, I just you know I just
4: stay smart, man.
1: Okay, so I'm gonna ask both you guys this. All right, you ready? We doing our top five? huh run it. <clears throat> Who's a top five? I'm gonna do artists and producers of trap music. So top five mm. artists of trap music and top five producers of trap music.
4: Okay.
1: I tried to make a list, but Ray kicked me out because I didn't know what real trap music was. Okay.
4: So. I'm, I'm gonna do this without mentioning myself.
1: Yes, you cannot mention uh, yourself. Yeah, I'm, uh, these mention I'm, can mention I'm just it, fucking no. No. I'm yeah. gonna
4: do
0: that anyway. Um, what we do?
4: So we're gonna do producers
0: first. Let's producers, do producers
1: first. Yep. Producers. Ray started going to his phone cheating, trying to look up producers. I know that's no, what no, he No, do no, no, no. I got my list written down. It's the wrong phone.
4: I got you. Let's go. Got Drummer Boy.
1: Ooh, ooh love Drummer Boy. Friend of the show. Um, 808
4: Mafia. Of course. Uh, Let me see. Who else? Just getting down. Um, What's my man? Out of future stuff recently. ATL Jacob. ATL Jacob. Jacob. Oh. Yeah. yeah. He's a younger. He's, he's a fool with it. Mike Will. Mike Will. Um, let me see one more. Trap producer, trap producer, trap. Weird. It was one I had to throw him in, but he's no longer living. That's Sanchez. He did uh, ASAP and a few other records. Mm. Yeah, Sanchez was cold. So he was a part of that whole thing when we was really developing tip on that side, too. Yeah, Sanchez played a part.
1: Yeah. All right, Ray, what you got for
2: me? Shawty Red. Shaudy oh. Red.
1: Oh, oh, my
3: God. See, see? I'm yeah, like, no, no sh- yeah, Shawty red, red and be
4: rich man. I can't take that. Oh, man. I'm sorry. <laughs>
2: no That's no, okay. no Shawty Red and be rich My gosh. Shorty Red, Mike Will, Metro Boomin, Toonk, Drummer. Drummer mm-hmm. Okay. and them horns. It's like those yeah. like the, I'm thinking about guys that like actually made that
3: yeah. trap shit. Yeah.
1: yeah so yeah. the classic sound is pretty yeah. much like
2: to me, I'm just like, I want to pick two new, two classics, and then one in the middle. Mike Wills mm-hmm. in the middle. But you know, you know, that's all mm-hmm.
1: to go. All right. Now I want to hit an artist.
2: Let me go first. Yeah, let me okay, oh, so oh, see, I so go, like go. that. Yeah, 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 I like yeah, yeah. that. Let me I like see. That. that. All right. Mine is see, I'm freestyling. Tip. Mm-hmm. Tip is number one. He'll always Period. be number one. He made the genre. I'm gonna phone nobody say, Love Tip. Tip Jeezy. Two Chains, mm. mm-hmm. Two Chains is so motherfucking ill. That nigga boy can else. rap his ass off, yeah, right? We sleep on him. What was and his a, name before he was Two Chains? Titty Boy. Titty, Titty Boy. boy. I, I, I call him Tip, but Two Chains. Yeah, we still call uh, him Tip. So T I G Z Two Chains, Gotti.
3: Mm, duh, yeah.
2: Yo Gotti, true to it. He true to the shit. Cocaine music. He always mm-hmm. is true to it. And then my last one, I'm just gonna say it is Project Motherfucking Pat. Mm, That nigga is the coldest, illest nigga to come out the South that didn't get his credibility. Like, nobody, like, he bought more flows and more everything to hip-hop. That's Drake. Oh, yeah. Drake that took a few, like, three or four Project Pat flows.
4: Yeah, yeah, people, yeah, be sampling and screwing his joint. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Tip? Tip is
2: number one.
1: Yeah. Okay. We I'm making sure we start at the one now. Jeezy.
2: Uh, mm-hmm. Rick Ross. <coughs> Excuse
1: me. This is I why didn't... I got kicked out the room. No, no, no.
2: I said I got kicked I, I, out I the look, room I, I when look. I said Rick Ross. I didn't see Rick Ross as a trap rapper. That's why I said I, I got Every that. day I'm
4: hustling, and it's a few joints. He I
1: just was like Rick a Ross fly. Was just like, but Rick but he was Ross rapping
2: about that hustling. hustling
1: That's why I said he gave me the motivation. Like I would have wanted to go you.
2: Rick Ross, got he could rap his ass off. That's the only difference.
1: Yeah, he can rap. You know what I'm saying? But see? Rick Walls counts as t- trap t- music. I just oh. want to say He said it. That's right. Right. Yeah. your
2: definition. Go
3: ahead. Rick Walls. So let's Ross. see.
1: That's three. Uh, I get one point against Ray in life.
4: <laughs> ever, <laughs> Let so. me see. Jeez. Um. Um. um gee, trap artists. I got to give the future, too. I
2: mm.
4: forgot.
3: Yeah, got to give the future. Future Duh. in the trap category. Well, yeah, so that's number four. Hello.
4: Number four. Yeah, definitely got to give it to future. Yeah. Um, Meathead, <laughs>
3: Meathead.
4: <laughs> let me see. Um, who would be number five? Jeez, that's a hard one.
2: Ah, uh, number five, number five. Mind you, this is the man that made trap music. Right. So it's, it's yo, this matters. City boy, <laughs> yeah, two chains, yeah, yeah. chains. Yeah. Southside, Tyhe, you Southside, yeah, that's you know, Southside. I'm not even gonna get to you. Like park south Southside.
1: If it wasn't for trap music, where would hip hop be right now?
2: Oh, lyrical miracle! I think I think it'll be real hella lyrical,
4: and um, I think West Coast would be might be in in in, in control of it or whatnot. And yeah, they might still have their hands on it, but right now, you know, shit, the South got something to say. We still
2: saying it. Oh, i like that. you got <laughs> say it. Oh so right. you ready to go to it? No. Put your money where you, your mouth is?
1: You, oh, are we doing that right now? Let's go. Let's go. Okay, so
2: I explained it to already. So he already agreed. We this is our first time doing it. So we have this new segment called Put Your Money Where Your Mouth Is, right? And Tump agreed to, if you don't pick an answer, you got to donate $20 to our nonprofit, which is the uh, Creative Academy. So it goes back to helping producers. Tump already agreed to it. It's only $20, ain't sure. Yeah, change. I agree. So, but it's so, part question. But, it, so. but, it's, but it's all questions. So this is your way of, this is, because you know, if you don't answer, we didn't want to make you drink. Everybody does that. It was like, we okay. wanted to make something else that represents what we are. We just drink water. Yeah. Oh, no, nah, but uh, now you're you want you to drink <laughs> 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 So, yeah. So, we wanted to do, so we wanted to do, uh, we wanted to do, put your money where your mouth is. So, okay. we're going to give you three options. And you got to pick one.
1: To sign.
2: You got to pick one to sign, drop, develop. All right. Sign mean, you're going to put your money on it. Develop mean, you need to put some time in it. And drop mean, you know what the fuck drop means got to pick one. You ready? Put it out there? Or drop? Just drop it. Drop it. means
1: you I don't want, want nothing to do with you.
2: Sign them, develop them, or, or just drop them, drop them Ooh. send them home. Boy. <laughs> That's it hard. That's hard. Uh, this is our first time. Let's go. So, so we're going to go first. Gucci Mane, Jeezy, Tip.
1: Who are you signing, who are you dropping, Who are you developing?
2: Or you could just $20 to the can. <laughs> so I got to
4: say what I'm going to do with each e- yes, one? Yes, you
1: no, no, sure? You got to say it. who you're going to sign.
2: Sign okay. this one, drop this one. Oh, I'll sign too. One. Okay. Okay. Who are you dropping? That's, who are you, the, that's, who are you that's the question. Who I'm going to develop? Yes.
4: I would develop... Uh, I develop Gucci. So
3: you're dropping Jeezy. <laughs> I guess it's not an answer. So said, yeah, I, guess, I want $20. Yeah. He said, I guess, bro. Yeah, no, he, yeah, he,
2: yeah. he said, I all guess. We dropping Jeezy. He said, I guess. All right, so, so the
1: next one we got. The next one. Two chains, 21 Savage or Kodak. Yeah, see, the brain, the flow's Ooh. going.
4: Sign, drop, or
1: develop.
3: This is a real deal. Tell Dre
1: bring uh, yeah. that Creative
2: Academy cash out. We're going to take that Creative Academy cash app. We're going to put that cash out right I will in the sign, back. Um, sign. <laughs> say it again. What's the lineup? Tw- Two Chains, 21 Savage, Kodak Black. Sign, drop, develop.
1: You know people making up All stuff right. when they actually repeat it. I'll sign Chains. Okay.
4: Um. Develop mm-hmm. 21. Yeah, I'll drop Kodak.
2: Okay.
1: okay. Oh, you you sticking with it? All okay. right. Okay. Go you ahead. Ready? Okay.
3: Yo
2: Gotti, yeah. money back yo project Pat. Say it you... Again, Yo Gotti, money Yo Baggio. Gotti, money back yo project Pat. Oh, my God. oh, these get harder as we go. I just that shit
1: is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um... Wait, wait. Who who would you do? No no no, 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 But he bro. got scared yeah, I got, He I said, co-co-right shit Ray. is off him, yeah. I don't even want to answer
3: <laughs> Yeah, I got to
2: carry this one through the airport Let me see <laughs> <laughs> Let me see um, Run again, what's the lineup? Yo Gotti, Bag, Yo, Project Pat Oh,
4: okay
1: You got a game plan
4: I was now. signed <laughs> yo, Just in the order, I was signed Yo Gotti um, develop Moneybag, yo, and drop project, project pack.
2: Okay. All right. You ready? This one's going to be a little hard. Lil Wayne, Rick Ross, Ludacris. Shit, boy. Don't blame me. I blame told you these are getting things. harder. Ooh, me. Y'all good, man. <laughs> y'all good as fuck. Oh, jeez. Run it again. Lil Wayne, Ross, Chris.
4: I would sign Wayne. incredible. Develop Luda, And we drop Ross.
2: So I'm glad it ain't me. I'm so glad it ain't me. I'm... And do y'all want to know why? Tell me. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Say, we, Wayne, I need
2: explanation. You give yeah.
4: Me an explanation. Well, see, one thing, um, I'm even with the first ones, but I don't want to go back. I just zoom in on these. Because i and the way I'm looking at it is based off of how they have been moving see with chris <laughs> we talking about music and we talking about movies too
1: mm-hmm. oh you got a you got a game <laughs> you plan over there about the
4: career you know in the, in the span it's just like we were saying project pat he was older and he really don't even fuck around no more no we talking about in their peak in their peak Pat was cool, but he was more of a feature guy. I okay. never really caught a solo okay.
2: Pat record like that. He was okay. more, of, I was like his verses on features. So we talking about them at their, at their peak, in their peak moment. Like, And you're a producer, so yeah. it's like you get to, like this is you. Like you walking in the label, they like, which one you want to sign? Which yeah. one you going to start up? Like,
4: I, yeah, Luda, it's like, I, 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 if I, it would have been
2: more like, yeah. I wouldn't want to answer that one. <laughs> I ain't going to lie. Yeah, it's one of ones. Are right, you ready? It's one of ones. Nikki Doja Cardi.
1: They just don't get easier here. <laughs> um wait till you see the last one.
4: <laughs> I sign Doja. Cause it's more than just rap. The girl can sing her ass off and she's willing to go in a lot of other
1: Yeah, she's creative
4: places if you could, you know, if you take her there and say should she'll go there. Um so I sign Doja. Let me see. I'm old question,
1: Nikki Ooh, Cardi. Ooh, wee, boy. <laughs>
3: God.
1: <laughs> Ooh, Dre, we got some money um, for you.
4: shit, Yeah, man, them kids. Yeah, I got to take care of them kids, man.
2: I'm taking them kids. Yeah, I'm taking <laughs> <care. laughs> we them. Got, we got $20 for the Creative Academy. We got, we got, we got, got them cheese. kids. Take care of them kids. All man. right, cool. All yeah. right, we got three more for you. All right, cool. Playboy, Cardi, Lil Uzi, Lil Yachty.
4: Huh. Oh uh, hmm. I would sign hmm. Yachty. I would develop. Who who I say Uzi. I Uzi.
2: You said Uzi, Yachty. I sign Uzi. Yep, I develop
4: Uzi? I develop develop Yachty and I'll drop uh, Cardi. Cardi,
2: okay. I like the fact oh, that you're standing on shit. This is a
1: crazy. All right. Let's okay,
2: cool. Two more. Hit yeah, Usher, Chris Brown, Bobby Brown. Everybody in their peak now. Right.
1: Like, how? Island, how? Y'all
2: be tripping <laughs> on this
1: bitch. Woo-wee.
4: Woo. Boy, that's heavy. <laughs> <laughs> Usher, he Chris down. Brown, and Bobby Brown. Usher,
1: Chris Brown, Bobby. That's like the perfect boy group. Okay.
4: <laughs> Ooh. Alright. Fuck. Alright, yeah. Um shit. Oh, man, I got to take care of them kids again.
3: <laughs> we up to
2: 40 for the kids. We up to 40 for the kids. All right, big cool. Money. All right, last one. I, I think we're going to get to 60, y'all. I think we're going to get to 60 last one. <laughs> no, this one is we'll hard. See. This one, I, only, I couldn't answer this one. All right. Kanye, Jay-Z, Drake.
1: His eyes got so big just now. <laughs> I seen it through the glasses.
4: <laughs> Kanye, Jay-Z, or Drake. Sign, develop, or drop?
1: Ah oh, shoot now. <laughs> Feed the kids. They're starting <laughs> a campaign over here.
4: <laughs> mm. <laughs> wow, hold
2: on. Let me I just want do it. I to you right now. I ain't lie. Yeah, I, I to mean, right like, I
4: like feeding the kids, but I would love to just... You, you want know, to get an answer to this one? I would love to have an answer. Yeah, yeah. I'm <laughs> trying to think. Let me see. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, them kids got to eat, uh, <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, them kids
4: got to eat,
3: bro. 60 the kids! 60 the kids! It's a music program. Shout yeah. out to the creative
2: academy. They got O2 publishing sometime here, yeah,
3: the Yeah, man. Yeah. They got to
4: get them music. kids right. i have not really... Yeah.
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah all right, I think we none, stressed none, you right. out enough, so <laughs> oh, yeah. before you go, mm-hmm. we got to ask you, because this is The God Show, do you consider yourself a goat or underdog? A goat or underdog? Yes. Oh, goat. Oh, yeah. you better say it. Why? Nigga
2: he created a genre, bro, that is still, everybody's still using. Georgia's own Atlanta talent.
3: Oh, right. <laughs> what
2: we talking about. The Atlanta, Atlanta Hawk. Hello. Atlanta Hawk. Atlanta Hulk. Hulk. <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah.
2: Oh, the Hawks was the Hawks. Yeah.
4: yeah, yeah. Fuck Dominique Wilkins. We got the real Atlanta Hawk <laughs> up there. Yeah, man. I get yeah, some people tell people hit me, man, you know, I just forget you were underrated, y'all. I was like, no, I'm just not a loud person. Like, white people know. Right. Right? You can still be a GOAT without Nah, I am about to say, he a GOAT for short, like, so, thankful I can still walk through the mall without being bothered. I love that. That's
1: the best. You know how
4: we had that one person say, "Hey, legend. Hey,
3: man, I know who you are, man." You
4: know <laughs> <know. You know, laughs> sh- <And> for <further laughs> don't know. I be like, yeah, keep it low. Let's I'm keep good. Going. Thank you, brother. You know what I mean? So yeah, I'm, I need to go. Yeah.
1: yeah so brother. thank you for all you contributed to hip hop. Hey, outreach. thank you.
2: Thank you thank for Thank you for shaping the shit that we all grew up to and the shit that's still bumping. Hey, man. you got all the motherfucking credit you got the credit check you got everything yeah. and you gave some money to the kids man what's better oh, yeah, than
4: yeah, that man come yeah. on you love the kids so you you love
2: too love the
1: kids <laughs> show alright yeah. so thank you make sure you guys are subscribed to our YouTube channel you're following us on all social medias and check out our website we just launched our website so you definitely want to check that out as well that's thegodshow.com
2: thank you thank you thank you thank you thank DJ you DJ2 for showing up everybody give up DJ2 this motherfucker. thank you My brother that was an amazing interview My career is not an accident.
1: Better than us, depending on where you're from and what you've been through.
2: You're watching The God Show, hosted by Ray Daniels. I'm a facilitator of dreams. I am not here to take you to your dreams.
0: Too much money in a record deal can really enslave you.
4: King Damon, formerly of The Underdogs, there's only two of those.
1: This is Wendy Day from Rap Coalition.
2: 106 and Pop was created by me. I created the show for
4: Bow Wow. We're the guys that cut the checks and made checks for people.
2: You're watching me right here on the God Show. On the God Show tonight.
4: God bless America. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant.